Hey, SPC listeners. For episode 61, we get to hear from a high school teacher in Oklahoma who not only has been taking students through the Learn to Fly curriculum from AOPA, but he went through it himself, too. I hope you enjoy this quick interview from the State of Oklahoma booth at AirVenture 2022. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango, so Chandler Air Service. We have Zulu, and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Student Pilot Cast. We've got another episode from Oshkosh 2022 for you today. This one is one of two interviews I did with the folks representing the state of Oklahoma, well, specifically the Aerospace Commission within the state of Oklahoma. One of the folks they had representing the state was high school teacher Chris Eckler, who decided to roll up his sleeves and learn right alongside his students, which I think is pretty cool. The state of Oklahoma is really doubling down on aviation, both from an educational standpoint as well as from a commerce standpoint, directly from their Department of Commerce, by trying to attract great aviation and aerospace companies and talent. Obviously, I'm very interested in the education aspect of this, so it was a pleasure to talk to Chris and hear all about his story, and I hope you'll enjoy it as well. All right, welcome back, SBC listeners. We're here for another feature for Oshkosh 2022. And I'm here with Chris, who is uh, a teacher in Oklahoma. And uh, he has a bit of an interesting story using the I Can Fly program from AOPA recently, not only to help his students in his school, but to help himself get through a private pilot course and get his private pilot license. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, tell me a little bit about the program and what you've done recently. So uh, the Ada City School District was one of the first 20 or so school districts in the country that adopted the You Can Fly program by AOPA. And we field tested the program, so we'll be entering our sixth year of teaching at, at Ada. And the program has been given a lot of students the opportunity to start learning to fly. They've gotten a lot of the basic ground school information and through a 501c3 at our district we're actually providing scholarships to our students to start learning to fly or a post-secondary education for that option as well. Um, So throughout this program I've actually been learning to fly alongside the students and I've uh, just recently passed my private pilot check ride last summer before coming to Oshkosh last year. Congratulations. Thank you. So were you, uh, uh, let's step back just a little bit and figure out how you got interested in all of this. Have you always been interested in aviation or is this a newfound love for you? It's definitely a newfound love. So I actually went to college uh, for a degree in math education. So before teaching AOPA, I was teaching anywhere from seventh grade math to college algebra and trig. And Uh, I guess it's been five years ago, the school district came to me and they said, hey, we're going to have this opportunity. Would you like to do this? And I I was more interested in doing it to help our students at our district and get them the skills for a high-paying, in-demand job uh, once they left high school. That's amazing. So 
Um, evidently now, in talking to you briefly beforehand, evidently you are focused mostly just on STEM in general and not just mathematics anymore for your whole district, correct? Correct. So we're implementing STEM activities throughout the district as well as our aviation. We introduce uh, aviation topics all the way from pre-K through 12 at Ada City Schools. So, uh, for example, at our pre-K center, when they learn the letter A, it's A is for airplane. So the kids actually get, we get them all a little balsa airplane. Our high school students go over and work with them on labeling basic parts of the airplane. And on Friday at the end of the week, we do a flyover over the playground so the kids all come outside and watch the airplane fly over the playground. So we've kind of implemented a lot of aviation activities, and our goal is to start implementing STEM activities and hands-on activities so kids can kind of get an idea of, uh, you know, I had, I had wood shop when I was in school. It's a dying class now, but we are trying to get them interested in engineering classes and engineering careers once they get out of school. Excellent. So I could see uh, some educators getting some pushback from administrators um, on doing something sort of drastic like this. How were you successful and what do you think was the key ingredient that allowed you uh, to do something innovative like this at your school and at your district? Our school district administrators and community have been super supportive. So our uh, community members in our EAA chapter were actually the ones that approached our uh, superintendent and our director of curriculum at the time and said, there's this opportunity for you to go to Seattle, Washington, to the AOPA STEM Symposium, and you can learn about aviation education there. So they were really the ones that have pushed us to where we are now, and they're constantly ready to help and willing to help. Uh, just this past year, we gave out nine $3,000 scholarships to our students uh, just to start learning to fly. And that comes from our Chickasaw Nation, the Native American industry there in our, in our local community, as well as banks and community members that are just excited to see students getting an opportunity that none of us ever had whenever we were in high school. Yeah, I, I certainly didn't. That's fantastic. How many kids have been affected by this program, would you say? Uh, so we usually have about 75 kids in the class uh, every year. We're a district of 2,500 students uh, annually in annual enrollment. So uh, we always say that we're affecting 2,500 students because we touch every student with our elementary activities. Uh, currently, we've had uh, about four years of student seniors graduate. So I was just talking to a, one of my seniors or one of my students that graduated. He's going into his junior year at Southeastern Oklahoma State University, and he just finished his commercial written, and he made 100 on it. So uh, we have students at Southeastern, the University of Oklahoma, and the engineering, aeronautical engineering and private or professional pilot track, as well as we have one student that is really excelling at the United States Air Force Academy. And it's all just because of the opportunities that our community and our school district has been able to give these students. It's amazing. Um, I'm going to come back to uh, the curriculum and how you're administering the program, administering the program in just a minute. But I want to ask you personally, what do you think about flying? It's probably the most liberating thing ever. I mean, whenever I got when I went to Frederick, Maryland for the first year of curriculum training. I was sitting next to all the other field test teachers who just retired out of the airlines or they flew the Goodyear blimp or helicopter tours in Las Vegas. And they look at me and they said, what's your aviation background? And I said, well, I flew American to get here and that's about it. 
Uh, so with that, you knew how to spell airplane, right? That was about the extent of it right there. And whatever they said, well, we have a small 172 if anybody wants to go on a ride tonight. I was like, well, I mean, I've never been in a small airplane. Uh, from that moment on, it was just I was hooked, and I wanted to finish, and it became kind of a competition. I wanted to make sure I finished my private before any of my students did. So that was the main reason why I hurried up to get mine done. But, I mean, now I'm able to share that with other students. So in the during the school year, if the students haven't ever been in a small plane or whether they have or not, I'm doing Young Eagle flights with them uh, on after school and on the weekends because a lot of these kids are coming from a low socioeconomic status where they may not have ever even seen a small airplane, more or less taking a flight in one. So I kind of just want to be able to share that with all of these students as well. Super cool. So you found out, maybe you didn't know it, but you found out that flying is in your blood. Absolutely. I, I, I laugh about it all, but my uncle, he was with the Blue Angels as a mechanic for years, but that was about all the aviation we had in my family at that point. Cool. So what did your students think about you getting your private pilot license about the same time they did? Was there some friendly competition there? There was definitely a lot of friendly competition, and they they all rubbed it in my face whenever they would make a higher score on their written. I said, well, whenever you finish your trek ride, then we can talk because I've already beat you to that point. But uh, they were really excited to see that I was at the same knowledge level as they were and uh, a little bit older than they were at the time. And I'm willing to learn, and it's just about being a lifelong learner no matter what you're doing. Super cool. So back to the curriculum. Um, have you been approached or would you be willing to be approached by other administrators and other school districts from around the country on how you were so successful and what you're doing? Is that something that you're doing outreach to, to others as well? Absolutely. So uh, what our district's curriculum director actually left the district to be work with the Aeronautics Commission. And what we've done now is kind of reached out to all the schools in the state of Oklahoma that are interested. And I'd be willing to help anybody around the country. Um, this curriculum is probably the best curriculum I've ever seen. And I mean, I've not, I've never knew anything about aviation. And I tell everybody, you know, if you can read and you have the desire to help students, this curriculum is going to be easy enough for you to implement for your students as well. So uh, we always have an open door policy where they can come in and see our uh, facilities and come and talk to our kids. Our kids are used to being asked questions by a million administrators or teachers. Um, so our door is constantly open, and the AOPA has been great to us, so we're willing to share that with anybody as well. Excellent. Thank you. So um, how would somebody get in touch with you? Is there a, a, a Twitter handle or a social media for the program, or would they reach out to you person personally? They could reach out to me personally. Uh, my email is Eckler, E-C-K-L-E-R, the letter C, as in Chris, at ADA, A-D-A, P-S-S dot com. So any, anybody that needs help with this, it's funny, the other day here at Oshkosh, I went to a session, it was on high school aviation programs, and I was just going to see what they were offering. And anyway, I show up, and me and another guy from Minneapolis that teaches the program, we were sitting there talking, well, about five minutes after the class was supposed to start, the kid that was volunteering in the room said, well, it's a no-show, so uh, just go somewhere else. Well, before you knew it, we were uh, 
talking to all the people in there about the high school aviation programs that we've introduced and that AOPA has been able to start all around the country. And now in Oklahoma, we'll have 57 schools districts in the state offering it. And you think 57 school districts, we have some that graduate maybe 12 a year. Um, but they all see the value in being able to help. It's Oklahoma's second largest industry in the state. So we're trying to get these kids involved into, a, like I said, a high-paying, high-demand job. It is high-demand for sure. And it's great to see that um, as vocations change, as the opportunities change for these young people, uh, that the school districts and the schools are changing with it and helping them kind of achieve those goals and those dreams for them. Uh, what would you like uh, everybody to know as uh, sort of a parting statement about the program? I think that, I mean, it was not built today, but it's so it's been successful because of the community support and our administration support. And just the uh, kids are excited about the program. Parents are excited about a program because I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard it. I wish they would have had this whenever I was in school. And just being able to provide that is just a hands-down awesome experience. I agree. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. And best of luck. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. Oklahoma really seems to be driving results and getting participation in programs like these, and it's really great to see. I hope other states and localities will take notice and double down on helping students progress toward their dreams and will help with the pilot shortage at the same time. And ultimately, it should improve commerce and the quality of lives in those areas. Oklahoma has really embraced the AOPA I Can Fly curriculum, which makes it much easier to get going in aerospace and aviation education without having to develop everything from scratch, as well as being able to learn from others who are already doing it. Let's hope this continues to grow, and my hat's off to the state of Oklahoma for their leadership in this area. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that, and I will be back in a future episode with an interview for, with the director of the state of Oklahoma's Aerospace Commission. His name is Grayson Artis, so stay tuned for that. In the meantime, I'd love to hear what you think of what Oklahoma's doing, and better yet, let me know about any programs you know of that are like this. I'd love to learn more examples. You can reach me through email at bill at studentpilotcast.com or through the contact form on the website at studentpilotcast.com. You can also reach me using Twitter at BillWill, that's Bravo India Lima Lima, Whiskey India Lima. Again, I'd love to hear from you, so do not hesitate. Also, this episode is also being released as a video episode, like most of our AirVenture features we're doing both audio and video. And you can get the video version of this via the video feed on the site, but even better, you can find a higher resolution version on YouTube on our fledgling channel. I really would love for you to go watch it there and give it a like and even follow us, but I'm not going to beg for it. We just started the channel, so we definitely could use your follows and likes and all of that stuff as we start to add video features there. We really would appreciate it. As usual, though, audio is our first love here at Student Pilot Cast, and for that, you're definitely in the right place. As a side note, if you haven't been to AirVenture, I would highly recommend making plans to go. It's really an incredible place and event and shouldn't be missed if you can help it. I took way too long a hiatus from Oshkosh, and I'm so grateful I made it back this year and got to do all these great interviews and meet people as well as see old friends and, and reconnect with people I hadn't seen in a long time. And don't worry, there's more to come from Osh on this podcast, so hang in there. It's coming. Until the next one, though, go learn something about flying 
And if you haven't already, go become a pilot.